0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day you happen to be listening. Welcome back to another episode of Moms of Babies Podcast. I am your host Lindsay. Uh, today is going to be another solo episode for me. Um, we thought it would be fun if I did just kind of a little pregnancy update and also talk about what I'm worried about this pregnancy, what I'm excited about. Um, just kind of how I'm feeling doing a little check-in, but got to keep with the format. So first off, self-care. So my self-care this week was actually kind of silly, but um, I saw this girl on TikTok do what she called nap snacks. So basically when her Kiddo was taking a nap, she would make a snack just for herself. So I kind of took that same concept, except uh, mine was ice cream. I swear, my son has like a sixth sense for dessert. Like he could be dead asleep, and as soon as I open the freezer to get ice cream, he knows that it's there. So I've been waiting until after he goes to bed when I know that he's like definitely asleep. So I had a little, uh, pint, not the entire pint, but, um, I had a pint of private selection by Kroger, um, cherry amaretto ice cream, and I mixed it with some Ben and Jerry's cookies and cream ice cream. And honestly, it was just heaven. It was exactly what I needed. So that was my self-care this week. Um, So first off, I will let you guys know as of recording, I am 32 weeks pregnant with my second, um, having a little girl this time. And physically, I am definitely starting to feel my limits. Um, I'm still teaching five or more classes a week. This week, I apparently just hate myself and decided to do eight classes (laughs) and I am definitely feeling sore. I am feeling tired. Um, I'm definitely feeling that I am, you know, preparing to give birth and that has been the hardest thing for me is to force myself to slow down because I've never been good at that, you know, in any capacity, whether I am healthy, sick, pregnant, not, I'm, I'm not one to just like sit down. So that's been really hard for me, uh, to really recognize that that's something that my body needs. And if you can relate, please let me know. Um, I was the same way with my last pregnancy. Like, you know, oh, just because I'm pregnant doesn't mean I'm, you know, unable to do things. And, you know, there's so much to do. And I know that it's not going to slow down when I have two kids, right? Like, it's not like my life's going to stop just because she's here. So I guess mentally part of me is also thinking that I just need to push through. I just need to get used to it. And obviously, I'm sure that's not a very healthy mentality (laughs) to maintain. Um, So if you have gone through this or, you know, you have any advice for me on how to kind of balance what I'm currently doing versus what my body needs, please let me know. I am all ears. Um, That being said, so my uh prenatal care this pregnancy is also different from my last pregnancy if you're local to Santa Fe my son was born at Christus St Vincent and I did all of my prenatal care through women's specialists which is a um Christus St Vincent like women's OB GYN branch facility. And this pregnancy I have been going through Presbyterian, which is a newer hospital, newer staff. Um, it has just been a different experience. Um, I would definitely say better just in my personal opinion. Um, my doctor at press, I've seen one consistent doctor, so that's already different um from Krista's but I just feel like more valued as a patient they don't ask me the same four questions every time like they even if they're lying to me they at least make me feel like they remember who I am and they're very open and honest with questions that I have regarding this pregnancy and you know things I need to be aware of and all that. And it just, it feels very different. And at my last prenatal appointment, I was actually able to tour the labor and delivery unit at Presbyterian. And that was already different from Christus. Um, when I had my son, obviously it was 2021. So everything was still very cautious in terms of like COVID activity. And, you know, they weren't even offering tours at all. And so to be able to kind of get a sneak peek of what I'm in for, so to speak, was really reassuring and be able to ask questions. Um, you know, questions I didn't even know to ask the first time. Uh, so like about can't, is there donor milk available for, you know, my baby postpartum? Um, is there a place for me to shower? What's available in the labor room? Which uh, at Presbyterian, every labor room has a tub, which I thought was pretty awesome. Because that was not... Um, I mean, I think they did have a tub in Christus, but it wasn't in every room. I don't know where it was. Uh, and I was able to ask, like, okay, do you guys have the bar? Do you use... Uh, like different techniques. What kind of balls do you have available? Uh, what's the baby care look like once they're, you know, born? And so it was just a very reassuring experience to be able to see the facility and, you know, kind of know what the procedure is going to be. And that's definitely a difference too, just between last pregnancy and this pregnancy. Is you know covid is not so much of a thing anymore when i had my son i was only allowed to have my support person and a certified doula if you know i so chose and now they're saying that i can have four visitors um for my stay now i can't have like four different people every day but i could have up to four people that throughout my stay can come visit. And I think that's pretty, pretty awesome. I mean, if you listen to our earlier episodes, you know, I do not want an audience when I give birth, but to know that, you know, my, my mother-in-law and my father-in-law can come meet my daughter. Unfortunately, my son is not allowed to come. Um, they did say no children under the age of 12 in the unit. So, unfortunately, we have to wait until we're discharged for him to meet his little sister. But at least to know that I can have, you know, more support and more people who can, you know, help bring us things that we need or things that we want while we're in the hospital is pretty reassuring. Um, That being said, another difference between this pregnancy and the last one, and maybe it's just because... You know, it's the second one is I feel like with my first pregnancy, everything was so scary and everything was so new. And I feel like the entire pregnancy, I was just so anxious about everything. You know, I was constantly jiggling my belly, trying to get my son to move, even though he was moving perfectly fine but it was in my head that like something was going to go wrong. Like the other shoe is going to drop at any moment and there's going to be a terrible disaster. And with this pregnancy, I really have not had that anxiety. And I don't know if it's because, you know, in my gut, I know everything's going to be fine. Or at this point, you know, she's viable. And if something God forbid were to happen, I know that she would, most likely be okay. Uh, but I just don't feel that fear anymore. If anything, I'm more, more anxious for when she is here. Um, and how those changes are going to affect my daily life and my son's life and my husband's life. Um, but on the flip side of that too, I feel like with my son's pregnancy, since everything was so new, it was very exciting. And I was constantly looking forward to that next milestone. And with this pregnancy, I kind of feel like the excitement isn't quite there and not that I'm not excited to be pregnant not that I'm not excited to have her, but you know, it was like, it was exciting to find out I was pregnant. And then there was a lull and then it was exciting to find out that she was a girl and now there's a lull, And now it's kind of like, you know, the last, the last big mystery is when she's going to get here versus with my son's pregnancy. It was like, again, everything was so new and everything was so exciting. And every time I hit any kind of milestone or felt something different, good or bad. It was, it was exciting. It was thrilling. And this pregnancy has been very like business as usual. And I wonder if you have, you know, more than one, one child, if you've had more than one pregnancy, if you've also felt that way, um, you know, and how kind of you, I don't want to say worked through it because I don't feel, you know, guilty about feeling this way or anything, but, If it was something that you also experienced and kind of how you, you rationalized it, I guess. Um, I'm also nervous for the birth this time around, I think, because I know what to expect now with my son's birth, I really did go in very much blind. I did not ever watched the miracle of birth videos in health class. Uh, I didn't talk to anybody about what birth was like, like, I really did not want to know. And now having gone through it, I'm almost more nervous because now I know what to expect, at least in comparison to the last time, you know, I know how fast my labor was. I know how intense my labor was, I know physically (laughs) what the aftermath was and, you know, having all that in the forefront of my mind almost makes me more worried and more scared. And I don't know, I'm sure that's normal, but again, if you've experienced this, let me know, (laughs) make me feel a little less alone. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm scared. I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm scared. Um, I plan to do, you know, pretty much the same, the same labor plan as the first pregnancy. You know, I don't want the epidural. Um, I'm not saying no, absolutely not, but it's not something I would prefer. I'd prefer to do it naturally if I can. Um, I still do not want anyone in the room other than my husband, and he will stay by my head the entire time. (laughs) He is not allowed to go past my waist. Um, I don't want a mirror. I don't want to see what's happening. Uh, yeah, all, all of that, like blindfold me if you must, but I don't want to see what's happening. Show me the baby when she's out. I don't want to see her in process. Um, So I'm going to keep all that pretty much the same. And I'm hoping that my postpartum experience is more positive, Um, not just in the hospital as far as how the hospital treats postpartum patients, but also just physically. Um, I know I had a lot of trauma. in my downstairs, and it was horrifying. And I hope that's not as bad. <laughs> um, physically, the the main thing I remember was my core and my abs hurt so badly I couldn't even support my own weight to sit up. I had to physically brace myself and pull myself up by my arms onto the hospital like bed to a sitting position in order to feed my son. And so I hope that is not the case again. I hope, you know, being as active as I am, not that I wasn't active the last time around, but even more so, I hope that that really works to my advantage. I hope that since this is my second one, my body just kind of knows what to do and it's less traumatic. Um, But those are definitely things that I'm fearing for and things that i am anxious about i'm not i'm not anxious about how she is in the belly i'm anxious about the the birthing process at this point and how my immediate postpartum is going to look um one thing that will be a nice change from my last postpartum experience to this one is with my last pregnancy, we didn't have a support system. You know, we were fairly new residents to Santa Fe. We hadn't really built up a community and we had no family here. So it was very isolating and, you know, it was pretty much like, you know, we have to figure it out because we have no other options. And this time around, you know, I do have a community. I have my amazing, so my amazing uh, co host Sophia and her family who are all wonderful. Uh, my in laws are now here, so that's amazing. Um, I have a community at work that I know would help me, and you know, to an extent, you guys, you know, it's nice to have people to vent to, so to speak, and who can relate. Um, but it's just going to be such a different experience, you know, having the support system that I didn't have the last time. And I kind of feel not like I'm an expert parent by any means. You know, I will be the first one to say I fuck up every day. And I'm constantly trying to do the best by my son and do everything I can to be a good parent. But I know that that's a losing battle, right? (laughs) We can all relate. We've all had days where, you know, you crawl into bed just thinking like, wow, I could have really handled those situations better. Um, but I, I kind of feel like I at least have a little bit of a handle on it more so than the last time. Um, I'm sure there will be some differences just between having a boy and having a girl and how that's going to change. And it's, it's been interesting talking to people who I know have had baby girls recently, or even who had baby girls when I had my son and it was like, their babies seem so much more chill than Austin. (laughs) Like, I have a friend who gave birth uh, last month, and her daughter legitimately just like sleeps. And if she's not asleep, she's just watching movies and chilling. And I'm like, that's what? How? Like, what did you do? <laughs> like, that is amazing. You have like a miracle baby. And I just think back to Austin's, you know, early, early newborn days and he was so, such a handful. I mean, it was like, he was so mad to be born. (laughs) Like he was always screaming. He was always crying. He was always upset. And, you know, for me having come from a background where I didn't really spend any time with kids, like I had no idea if that was normal or not. And, you know, it turns out that's just my son, but (laughs) I mean, I'm hoping she's more like other little girls I've heard of and not, not quite so much like her brother. Um, but I am really, really excited to see how they interact together. Um, Austin, I can already tell is going to be just an amazing big brother he loves to snuggle on my belly and give my belly kisses and talk to her and play with her and it is adorable. And I actually kind of got to see Big Brothering in action this week. Uh my boss brought his daughter to work and she's six months old. And, you know, we got to watch her for, you know, an hour or whatever. And my son was totally enamored with her and he, you know, was pointing at her and saying, baby, baby. And he just wanted to be so helpful. Um, we were feeding her a bottle and he like would push us out of the way so he could hold the bottle. And when she started getting fussy, he was grabbing her toys and a pacifier and he was just trying to be so helpful and he was so gentle with her and it was just so reassuring for me to see not that I worried that he wasn't going to be gentle with you know my daughter but it's just you don't know and you know I've never seen him interact with somebody that little or a baby that young and to see that he was like oh no like she's little and like I want to help was just adorable. Like I was in tears. It was so cute. And I can't wait for him to do that with his little sister. And I can't wait for, you know, the older years too. It's just, it's weird. It's weird to look at your child and, you know, know in your head that one day they're going to be grown and you can kind of see it in your mind's eye, but You also see them as, you know, the newborn, the squishy newborn you're just bringing home from the hospital and it's all happening simultaneously and I can, I can visualize, you know, they're home from college and fighting like cats and dogs or, you know, confiding in each other about something that happened in school or, you know, whatever, like I can, I can see all of that and I'm so excited, but I'm also excited for the here and now. So it's just, it's an interesting, it's an interesting thing that I hadn't put a lot of thought into until, you know, fairly recently. So if you have similar experiences, please let me know, <laughs> or, you know, if you have any advice for how to go from one to two, I would appreciate that as well. Um I despite having older siblings, I grew up as an only child, so you know, I don't really know what that's that's like. And I'm excited that my kids get to experience that and have siblings that they, you know, grow up with. But uh yeah, so if you have any advice for me, please let me know. Um that being said, uh, I think that kind of wraps it up like how I'm currently feeling, um, physically, emotionally, spiritually, (laughs) um, yeah, just send me any advice, thoughts, well wishes, whatever. Um, I'd love to hear anything that you guys have to tell us. So, definitely give us a shout out on social media. We are at Moms of Minis on Instagram, Moms of Minis on Facebook, and Moms of Minis pod at gmail.com. And we love you guys. We appreciate your support. We really do. Uh, you know, give us a rating on whatever platform you're listening to us on, send us a comment tag us in social media posts, like, please, please, please interact with us. We would love to hear from you guys. And that does it for me this week, but thank you. We love you. And we will see you next time. Thanks.